Today, the holistic psychologist Nicole LaPera is helping us heal difficult relationships in our lives. Plus, deck your halls and your tree. Easy tips for designing and decorating. And Jen and Ben are bringing sexy back. The hot couple showing a little PDA in L.A. while getting cozy in a furniture store. And we're talking about it. From Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Here we go, guys. Hey, welcome in. Wait, hey, welcome in. Hey, everyone. It's Friday, you guys. The first day of December, first day of a brand new month. The holiday month is here. 24, 24 days. 24 days. And wouldn't that be 25? Well, the 25th day is Christmas. It's Christmas. So, so there's one- 25 days till Christmas. No, there's 24. We're already you on don't count one. the day that it is? Because mm-hmm, if we were on day zero, then it would be 25. <laughs> but it's, but we have 24 days. Do you, when do you start getting like a little bit like, uh-oh, my card, uh-oh, my presence, uh-oh. <laughs> I can't believe you sneeze on the air. <laughs> I, know, I thought it was I'm impossible. Sorry. I'm relaxed. Yes. I'm by relaxed, the way, you're totally but also you're, there's air yeah, in yeah, my face yeah, and I can't yeah. help but sneeze. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, when do I start getting, remember, we're not getting like, uh, hectic this year. Well, not hectic, but it's like, Sometimes there's travel stuff to worry about. Sometimes there's things. There's you got to get something for whoever the person is, your teach, kids' teachers. You know, yeah. all the little bits and pieces. Oh, I forget about the teachers. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're kind of making me feel it right now. Oh, no. We're not doing that. Okay, so then I'm just going to get it. We're going to be totally calm. Okay, so then when Why do I start getting excited? When do you start today. getting Today's the day. Because the advent calendars with oh, the little beginning. pieces of chocolate. The, the beginning, <laughs> my kids are like, the advent calendar. And then by the end... What? There's like no, 14 there's days left? unopened. Oh, really? I thought there's no chocolate. <laughs> oh, no. When I was little, I would sneak in and you did house them. But you know what? This is also time in addition to the advent calendar elf on the shelf. And oh, I love it when the elf everybody appears. is so the kids love elf on the set on the shelf. When that elf I'm, just shows up on the first of December, he, he's never come to our house. Well, that it. I don't know why. Do your kids know that other kids get the elf? Not yet, show? but uh, maybe they will know this year. Do you want him to come? Sure. Come on, why don't you say, elf, elf, in the sky above, please and come show my house some love and see what happens. <gasps> Good rhyme. Do your kids love the elf on the shelf? They have two. They have like Holly Jingle Jangle, Wait, uh, Candy Cane Susan or whatever her name is. Yeah. And they have a girl and a boy and they think they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh, they might be. We wow. watched the Christmas tree lighting with Mila and every, I mean, to the point where I was like irritated. She <laughs> was like, are they boyfriend and girlfriend? Seth McFarlane. And By the way, there's so much conversation with when kids are that age about, about boyfriend and girlfriend. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Is that your girlfriend? Haley asked my niece, Hannah, do you have a, do you have a boyfriend? Do you kiss on the lips? Like stuff Whoa. like that. They're six. What's going I on? I don't know. Is everyone advanced? And they were like, are they boyfriend and girlfriend? And You're I'm like, like I think I they just sing a duet know. together. But also, I don't, don't know their know. personal life. We don't know. But that's the thing they're hung up on. What is boyfriend that? Boyfriend and girlfriend. Anyway, I think you need to just, you need to sleep with your pajamas backside out. You need to put a candy cane under your pillow. Okay. Go to bed with a sugar plum in your mouth. And hopefully the elf will. <laughs> is that what it takes? I believe it could. Okay. All right. So, um, speaking of holiday cheer... Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck have been in the news lately because they do what a lot of people do. They went furniture shopping. They go out and run an errand or two. So she went out and ran an errand with Ben. And then, of course, they were spotted. They are in maybe 
a pottery barn. Yeah, it looks like it could be a pottery it barn. It could be. It's one of those William furniture. William Sonoma. William Sonoma, possibly. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know what Great it is. Great barrel. We're not going to judge which store it is. But they are all canoodling yeah. up in on there. On a couch. On a couch. Restoration hardware. That could. Oh, restoration hardware would be Do a good one. Do you like to go shopping? I think I should confess that one time Whoa. when I was in New York here, living here, working here, and I was dating someone here, that we were in a furniture store and we had a full-on makeout. And I actually, in the middle of it, in the, wait, in the middle of it, in the middle of it, I thought, I might get fired. Like, this might be one of those... I want, like, I was thinking about, is this one of those things? And you don't, you're like, like but a mate, full on? A full on. Wait, all the way on? Well, what's all the way on? Well, I mean, not, did no, you ever no, take. No, 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 no. But you know, like a real, like, like a real, like a, for, a, yes, for a long time. For a while. And I did was the, like. Did the sales the, associate ever come up and no say, one excuse came, me? No one came over. Were and you by yourself? It was just. Oh, with I don't, person? You know what's funny? I don't really recall. I like don't you really, weren't looking I over was, and being mm, like, is no, this inappropriate? But I, it was so edgy because I'm like, I could yeah. lose my whole job and it's happening right now. But I was kind of excited. You know that feeling when you're like, no, yes, you do. I don't you know it. You so do. I haven't Maybe not had it in, in your a job, long time. But you know the feeling of like. On the edge. Yes. You're making out in front of a mirror. Not a mirror, a window or you're out in public. You know, something. Making out in front of a window. Well, you know, you, you know. I've been in a relationship for t- almost don't 20 act years. Like, you know, stop We acting. used to, but it's like at some point it be, you're, you can save that, you know, you can save it. Keep it. What are you talking about? I just mean, you don't need to do it. Who is this person? You don't need to do it in the store because you have your own bedroom, you know? It's not about needing. Oh, God. I I am uncomfortable. (laughs) So did you find it? That it was totally sexy. And wow. it turned on. Yes. What do you think your mom is thinking as she watches? I She's know not she, watching. She likes to watch every is Thursday. Friday? Oh, oh, Friday. Oh, she yeah. loves watching on Friday. She watches every day. She'll think it's cute. Okay. Yeah, well, it so is wait, cute. do you think running errands with your man is sexy? It's less sexy now. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when my man runs errands for me. Oh, you do? Well, I like somebody. How may I, what can I do? What can I do? How can I help How you? How can I help you? Um, but I, I do remember the first winter that Henry and I were together. Yeah. He had pants that were too short for his 6'4 posture. Yes. So I took him to help him. I mean, he purchased them, but I helped him find pants that out. fit his That's body. Cool. That's, and I remember like, yeah, I mean, there's something about that. Yes, very especially intimate. Especially at Christmas time. Yes. When you made out, was it Christmas time? Um, It was cold. I yeah. Don't remember. It must have been around Christmas. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, everything's all decked. You know what I mean? But you know what's even sexier, in my opinion, what? Uh, than a than a furniture store what? is a vacuum. This is a headline from I don't, the New York Times. I mean, it must be real. What makes a vacuum cleaner sexy? And as I've told you many years now, everything about a vacuum. You love a vacuum. You've you've been talking about it since I first met you. At first, I thought it was weird, and then I just got used to it. Well, you have your own too. I do have. I like a cordless. Uh, vacuum. Yes. Those Dyson vacuum cleaners, which are insane. Well, they have them here. And I saw somebody vacuum. Oh, yeah. yeah See, I you. Saw, that's me. But I saw it happen. There is something about it that's very Look like, how efficient that it's because it's efficient. It's efficient and yeah. it gets the Cheerios up. And I love vacuuming so much. Well, some people love a Dyson so much, some Gen Zers, I think, or whoever, that they... <laughs> 
But they, it's like a status symbol. I'm fancy. I have a Dyson. So they display it like in the living room. As if it's a When you photo. walk in, like, look at my piece of art. Oh, oh look, wow. That's where I keep my Dyson. They, and not only right does that person have to, one, they have two. A they mini want Dyson. you to know. A mini Dyson. The person said, if you can't get a mortgage or a house. Yeah. Then just get a Dyson. <laughs> you can get a Dyson. Okay. All right. All right. Coming up next. <laughs> but you ever hang yours on the wall? No, Probably. No, no. You put yours. This actually surprises me because I haven't found a nice home for mine. You put yours away, p- plugged into in the laundry, in the laundry room. room. Yeah, just take it away. Put it in the laundry room and then you can get it. Okay. Yeah, that's a good spot. I keep mine just in the kitchen right on display. Right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Coming up next. This one's for you, Hoda. A new way to get juice out of lemons. Are we going to try your hat Yes. Again? I want to try mine one more time no, and no, compare no, it to please. his. No. We're going to check out some of the hottest viral hacks coming up after this. Just one more time. Are we really? Squeeze it. Are you really going to try one more time? One more. All right. We found some hot new hacks that are going viral. So we want to put them to a test another edition of... Ken Hoda and Jenna Hackett. Okay, we're going to watch the popular video, the hack, and then Jenna and I are going to try it out ourselves. So let's begin with... A lemon hack. This sounds familiar. Yeah. How to this, s- uh, oh, this is how to squeeze a lemon. Let's see. This is a new one. Lemon tongs. Oh, my gosh. That works extremely well. Okay. Lemon. 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 Tongs. How did you? He put okay. it in between. Okay. These lemons, I think These this are is... good. This is going to yeah, be Yeah, okay, good. ready? Hang on, wait, I'm not ready. Oh, that does work. Oh my gosh. Extremely well. Look at this. Look That's how much amazing. we got out. It got so, by the way. Okay, brilliant. I like that hack. But, would you like... <laughs> but, 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 I still think that the best hack of all is this Y'all one. remember, it's never worked. It's going to work right now. Okay, I'm just going to do it for one second. Skewer between a lemon. Skewer and a lemon. And then I'm going to squeeze it and you're going to see all of the juice come out. Okay. You're welcome. Wow. That seems. <laughs> oh. Okay. Not quite as good as the tongs. One day, Brian, one day what do you think, it's going to work. What do you think you need to make it work? I don't, don't know. know. I think I'm doing something wrong. Okay. So this is a good one. So, you know, um, when you pop air popcorn in the micro and then at the bottom yes. are all those unpopped yes. pieces. Let's take a look at what we do with those. So let's just tip the bag upside down and start shaking. But how do you? Oh, so we, so you, you, you don't, you don't open it. There's just turn, a little yeah, that, that, that. there. So shake. Oh, wait, I think you just. One came out of yours. I got, I got one. I got two. You got two, but why aren't I got coming? three. I got four. Maybe you don't have that many unpopped ones. Oh, you're right. I don't, yours is working. There's yours. Okay, okay. So you get all the unpopped ones out and then why don't you just leave the unpopped ones in the bottom? I like to eat them, too, if and they're slightly popped. Yes, they're half popped. You're right. All I right. love those. Okay. Finally, a mashed potato hack. Oh, wait. I want to see this one. You cooked the potatoes, and now you take a look at what's next. Now grab a bowl and place the baking rack on top. Cut the cooked potato, lay it on the rack, and smash. Brilliant. Okay, we okay. love her. Take a cooked potato. Cut, cut it in half. Cut it in half. We're doing what she said. And look, you put lay this it, on the bottom. Lay it on top, and she said, and it's very satisfying. <gasps> oh. oh. 
Oh my gosh. Oh. Scrush. And it just gets it just to where it Wait a minute. And then you peel the skin off because you don't need it. Although getting the skin off yeah, is kind of tricky. Yeah, it's not as easy. Maybe, oh, okay, hang on. I don't love that, but let's try it again. Maybe you just leave Wait, a little no, of the skin you, on. I think you scrape it off. I'm, I'm going to do another one. It's very satisfying. But how, so you don't take it all I off. I just scraped it. It's okay if a little gets in there, right? I think skin is actually good in, in mashed potatoes. Just a little is good, yeah. Oh, This is fun, Wait though. a minute, y'all. There's this something Play-Doh about amazing. it. Amazing satisfying oh gosh look at that look at look how look at and, that and square they are you guys instead of taking it and i am totally into this one this Me is too. really good all right if you guys have any other hacks you think we should try let us know i'm gonna keep doing this because it's very <laughs> satisfying coming up next a social media psychologist helping millions of people mend their relationships now, nicole lapera has some advice for all of us after this. Okay, so if you have a relationship in your life that needs healing, our next guest is your gal, clinical psychologist, internet sensation, Nicole LaPera. Yeah, we have many questions yes, for Nicole. Many, many. First, let's find out how she went from private practice to helping millions on social media. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, all my self-healers out there. In 2017, clinical psychologist Nicole LaPera found herself frustrated by the limits of traditional psychotherapy. So she began working to combine ideas from psychology, physical well-being, and spirituality to create a path to self-healing. We want to work on widening our window or teaching our body deal with more and more stress. We can do that by putting ourselves in new or uncomfortable situations, like an ice bowl. She calls herself the holistic psychologist and in just six years has amassed more than 8 million social media followers and an online platform with more than 20,000 subscribers around the globe. Take a deep breath and say, I am safe disappoint people. Now the New York Times bestselling author's latest book, How to Be the Love You Seek, is about looking inward to help heal the relationships in your life. It really is about us mourning our earliest relationships and all the unmet needs and things that didn't happen that should have or maybe things that happened that shouldn't have or whatever it is for us, right? And until we give ourselves that space, it is that deep. It is that big. Oh, it's so good to see you. We get why you're an internet uh, sensation. <laughs> it's so funny because I do think a lot of people think I'll be fixed, I'll be healed, I'll be better if I met if I meet him, if I meet her, and that's what I've been waiting for. But that's not that's not the way it works. That was me. Yeah. For decades of relationships, I kept feeling very emotionally disconnected yeah. from every partner I was with. Continued to assume it was what they were doing or not doing that was causing the problem. Right. The relationship would end. Onward I would go, trying to find this perfect person where I wouldn't feel that way. And really came to understand for me somewhere in my early 30s how I was so focused um, on achievement yeah. and the roles I was playing for other people. And so disconnected from my own emotions that in reality... I wasn't open yeah. to emotional connection or support at all. Yeah. And this new book is all about sort of finding the love in yourself, mm -hmm. right? Like, as you just said, you can't blame the other person mm -hmm. when you're not feeling fulfilled. Mm -hmm. How did you kind of break down old 
patterns and old things to figure out mm-hmm. what it was that was lacking or what was triggering you? I think the first thing to understand is that the most foundational relationship is the relationship that we have with ourselves. Because mm-hmm. even when asked about this book, is it for me if I'm not in a relationship? And the reality of it is the way that we think about ourselves, what we come to believe about ourselves, was formed in our earliest relationships based on what we were made to think or believe from typically the caregivers or parents around us. The way we navigate our emotions or express ourselves emotionally mm-hmm. was impacted by how emotionally attuned someone else was to us, mm-hmm. um, how safe we felt and how consistently we were soothed by that person. And then ultimately the way we're showing up with other people, how we're connecting or relating is directly related to what we had to do or stop doing in those earliest relationships to maintain those connections. And we continue to repeat those patterns throughout life. It's so funny because there was someone who said that when you're, uh, when you're young, sometimes you're, you're given a life sentence, like a, a sentence. Mm. Someone calls you something and you carry that inside and that becomes how you define yourself. And to try to pull that up by the roots, like it sounds easy, like I want to get rid of old patterns, but pulling up old stuff from the roots is not easy. How do you even go about that? And I think a lot of us get frustrated if we read the self-help books yeah. or hear about affirmations, yes. just repeat that you're worthy yeah. consistently throughout the day, and then you feel worthy. Though, when we're talking about beliefs, we are talking about these embedded, um, I call them neurophysiological networks that are not just the thoughts running through our mind on repeat, the often critical negative yeah. narratives that we've maybe heard directly or indirectly spoken about ourselves. They're mapped on to physiological Mm -hmm. experiences in our body. And that, for me, was the big shift, learning about the body, about the nervous system, how these are housed inside of us, repeated subconsciously. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's so interesting because you'd already gotten your doctorate. You were practicing. You'd Mm -hmm. been in college and school for psychology for a decade. Yes. (laughs) And, And yet you hadn't learned most of this stuff. The schooling, and I'm seeing a shift very gratefully, I think, in the field generally, though this idea of coming into a room, which of course is helpful to have a safe space Mm -hmm. where we can share about our past, our present, our future worries, our concerns, is part of the journey. Though if we're not understanding how much these beliefs are embedded in us, uh, how much we are repeating these subconscious patterns, which for me was not even spoken about outside of the fact that we have a nervous system and it, you know, kind of communicates between our mind and our body. There was no other talk of it. And so I felt really disempowered. I think what's interesting, you showed that bowl of ice water. There's such a physicality to getting stuff out of your system. And I think people are like, well, that, you know, I have to, I have to think about it and get rid of it, but there's a way you can literally Use use your body to get rid of some of that stuff. I mean, to really simplify it, to create change, we have to begin to make new choices. And I think the biggest new choice that most of us as adults can benefit from making is learning how in our physical body to tolerate stress and upsetting. So what would you do? I saw the bowl of ice. I was like, that's a great tip. But what, what can people do to try to shake it up? I think first learning and noticing in your body when you are experiencing a yeah. stress reaction, when your muscles are getting tense, when yeah. your heart rate is quickening, when your you know, breath is shifting, all of that is yeah. an indicator that my body is stressed. Yeah. We don't want to avoid stress. So many of us in that moment distract our attention away or focus our attention outward or start scrolling on social media. It's about something dedicating and taking those conscious moments. And listening to it, right? Listening to it. Sitting because in it. those moments, that's where we're going to be much more likely to have 
those habitual reactions, to start screaming and yelling, saying things that we don't mean, yeah. to be distracted or disconnected, or even like me, I spent many years just shut down yeah. completely, I call it, in my spaceship. And we shame ourselves. In your yeah. spaceship? We don't, in my spaceship, oh, kind of hovering yeah. above myself, really good at going about the motions, successfully achieving things in my life, right. being in all these partnerships, yet, like I said earlier, so emotionally disconnected. Well, there are some real questions that viewers have that you can break down. So we're <laughs> going to come back after the commercial break and we'll answer some of those right after this. We are back with clinical psychologist Dr. Nicole LaPera talking about healing relationships and how now she's going to answer some of our questions. Okay, our first question comes from Kendra and she's got a question about her relationship with her mother. Take a listen. Anytime I call and try to have a conversation with my mom, it always ends up in some type of argument. And then I end up leaving the conversation defeated and upset. Where can I even start to repair our relationship? I feel it in her voice right yeah. now when she's talking about yes. it. I want to send compassion to Kendra and all of us out there who are struggling with conflict or fighting in relationships with our loved ones. And conflict and fighting, arguing, and all the stress that comes with it usually comes when someone in the interaction is feeling emotionally vulnerable mm -hmm. and their body is becoming stressed. So practical tips here mm -hmm. are, I think the first go-to usually is we think, oh, I wish my mom would just stop doing this or start doing this other thing so that this fighting can be avoided. The more empowering would be to focus on what we can do mm -hmm. to remain calm and grounded like in what? those moments, would which you? would be practically setting a boundary, mm -hmm. um, either avoiding conversations or difficult topics, ending the conversation when difficult topics come up. Also, when the phone call happens, checking in with ourselves. Am I already too stressed, too overwhelmed with whatever's yeah. happening in my day? And pause. might a pause or calling this person back yeah. be better? Or if I'm on the conversation already or in the phone call already, as I notice those shifts that we were just talking about earlier in my heart rate and my muscles and my, and my breathing, beginning to slow and deepen my breath so that I can remain calm and grounded regardless of what the other person's doing or saying. Do you do acupuncture or do you exercise or what other things do you do? Exercise and stretching for me because I carried so much tension in my muscles, particularly yeah. my mid to upper back from being braced, yeah. um, waiting for the next shoe to drop, quite literally, through decades of my life, have been a game changer. And that, for me, was gentle, small, yeah. not 25 minutes a day. Wow. I started with eight-minute practices on YouTube. Cool. Wow. Okay, cool. our next question is from Daria, who is a self-proclaimed people pleaser. Oh, yeah. I consider myself an empath that often leads to people-pleasing tendencies, and that leaves me drained. How can I break this habit? By the way, that's so many oh, people, right? People. <laughs> Let's all raise our hands. Yes. Um, and again, tending, suppressing our own wants and needs to please another, being energetically sensitive to the world around us is absolutely emotionally draining. Yeah. So to break the habit, we really do have to commit to expressing our true wants and our needs. So being connected to what they might be. To know what they are. To yeah, know, exactly. To even know. To you're know what they are. Listen to yourself. And so usually what we do, and this, this awareness is a beautiful first step, noticing those moments where you're feeling instinctually, mm -hmm. you know, going into pleasing mode or getting ready to say yes when you mean no. And if it's coming, you know, through a text, delaying the response, taking yeah. a few minutes before you can deliver that yes or that no in true authenticity. Or if someone's in real time, having a conversation or talking to you like on the phone, you can ask them, say something like, I need to think about it. Yeah, Can I get pause. back to you? Yeah, Second important step that. though, 
is to make the choice to honor your wants and needs. Yeah. This is the hardest part. Yeah. To, you know, navigate all of the discomfort, the worries, the fears about disappointing or upsetting someone that That's might it. prevent you from making the choice, making the choice and then dealing with the discomfort of the upset that you might be on the receiving yeah. end of when you right. violate this, this expectation. But you also know it lasts. So sh- you have to listen right. to yourself because you're going to say, I can't do it. And it's over. And it's over. You know what? It's over. Okay, here's Melissa. She wants to build more meaningful connections. Let's take a listen. Hi, Dr. LaPera. In some of my friendships and relationships, I haven't been feeling quite like myself. What do you recommend I do in order to attract and develop more authentic connections? Well, Melissa, I want to offer the suggestion first and foremost to honor that awareness and to celebrate it. It's a big thing when we are able to tune in and realize when we're not being ourselves in a relationship or when we're feeling disconnected. And the reality I think that many of us don't understand is relationships shift and change. Yeah. As we get more connected with ourselves, our relationships might begin right to shift and change over time. So I think that is a great awareness to begin with to attract and develop deeper, more authentic connections. As simple as this may sound, we have to practice being ourselves. Or authentically Mm -hmm. expressing ourselves to other people, Mm -hmm. which for some of us means trying new things with new people in new environments, putting ourselves out there in a new way so that we can attract and create the deeper, more authentic connections that we're looking for. To around a person, because usually I feel like I connect with someone when they're vulnerable and I'm vulnerable and suddenly it all starts happening. But if you're not, you know, that that's if one of the people is not. Um, Okay, here's our last question. It is from Colette. A friend is constantly interrupting our conversation to bring the topic back on herself. How can I engage her in the conversation without her reflecting it back on herself? Those people who are all about themselves. Yeah, it's hard. So first suggestion being trying not to take those moments personally. When someone's interrupting us, focusing the conversation on themselves, it's usually for one of two reasons. They're uncomfortable with whatever is being spoken about or what they're feeling in response Mm -hmm. to what's being spoken about. Right. Or they think they're trying to connect with us Mm -hmm. and they might not understand the impact of the interruption. So, again, while we can't change how someone interacts with us, we can be really direct and really specific about what we need in those moments. So stating, sharing with a friend, hey, I would like to, to tell you something right now to share something with you. And it would be really helpful if you just listened or if you avoided offering advice, because that's another area I think yeah. where people jump in thinking they're being helpful. Where really we just want to be heard. Yeah, totally. So you just flat out say it. Not everything has to be fixed, right? right? People just want to be listened to. What's what are the questions you get asked the most? Like I know that people are always asking you things, but what's your I think mainly questions around how do I develop authentic connections? There's a lot of us that feel really lonely, really disconnected, Mm -hmm. even as I once was in relationships. And again, so much of it is colored by those earliest relationships where for so many different reasons, very few of us have had the attunement that we needed, have had our needs consistently met. We wear all of these masks, we modify Mm -hmm. ourselves, and then Mm -hmm. we're left not only us feeling unfulfilled, but usually the partners or the loved ones that we're surrounding ourselves with. I I feel like we all know when we put a circle in a square and we just keep thinking, if if I'm an optimist so I can make it work, if I just keep trying harder, and you you find yourself thinking, like, why did I I put all that time and effort into something that wasn't right in the first place? Right, and then that feels stressful to be on the receiving end of that. I feel like we have to modify ourselves or someone's going to control ourselves, control how we're being. Mm -hmm. We've Dr. waited a long time for you yes, to come, so we're happy you that you're here. here. Thank and you. And to check out Dr. Nicole's book, How to Be the Love You Seek, you can go to today.com slash books. All right. Coming up next, get ready to deck the halls. We're going to show you some festive decor and tree trimming ideas after this. 
Okay, now that the big tree here on Rockefeller Plaza is all lit, you may be inspired to get your own tree up and decorated this weekend. You may be inspired, I, I think I might be. Good. And here are some hot trends to add a little sparkle to your space is Southern Living's senior lifestyle editor and our friend, Ivy Odom. Hi, Hi Ivy. Ivy. Hey, y'all. Okay, okay, usually when we think of trees, we think of, oh, we have our traditional ornaments. We do our traditional thing. You're putting a little twist on this. Like these all have Theme themes. Theme them up. These all have themes that follow the trends that were big this year. Okay. This one being, obviously, Barbie core. Barbie core. This, I mean, can you believe that? Barbie core is in everything. It everything. is in everything. We thought this trend was for this summer, but it is still here. Okay. And this tree is for like a trendsetter who really loved that all pink trend. But if you like this one color scheme, you don't have to stick to pink. If pink was not your thing, you could do this with any color scheme. And what I like is that we mixed a lot of different styles yeah. of pink ornaments that all kind of look like they go together in the end. You know what else is a good trick that um, Ben and Aaron Napier what? taught me? is the ribbon, and you've done it here too, yes. is tying bows because everybody it, like can buy ribbon. Right. We're going to get to that. At all all of these oh, have bows. That's yeah. a huge trend the way, this year is bows everywhere. A lot yeah. of the videos of the Barbie core had white trees. Yes, you could do color. white. You could do... You this. have one of those in your dressing I do. room. I think those are good. Hoda has a white, white tree. It's they really even beautiful. make a pink tree if you wanted to go they all do. out. I'd let's, like to do let's that. Let's mix some metal, shall we? Here, speaking this of This is the Beyonce tree. I'd like to call it the chrome Beyonce tree. Take a bow. Okay. Okay. Tie it. This tie is a huge trend. Now, do you tie year. it from the bottom or the top? It doesn't okay, matter. That's what just, is great it about it. It doesn't matter. I'm asking because Ivy knows what to do. Mixed metals were a huge trend this year. So you can mix rose gold, gold, silver. I did that in my engagement ring, and I think it's like here oh, to you stay. Did? And I think it's just such a cool way to really follow the trend. Married? We got married in April of 22. Oh, cute. So a little over a year and a half ago. But so ribbons are a really cool way to kind of take this theme over the top in like a really it. inexpensive way. Yeah, totally. To make the trees. Well, feel and way then more. you don't have to go buy a ton of ornaments. You yes. Just buy the ribbon. And what do you do? White lights, I would assume, right? White lights. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could. They make gold lights. You could do really gold whatever. Lights. They also so make good. colored lights, which we used to like when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I like still like it. I think. Another thing, if I you really wanted to go it. all out with this trend, is if you have your traditional tree, you could take some white spray paint and flock your own tree. Oh, how girl, fun. you are so Can on you it. even flock real trees? I mean, you. Yeah. I, I mean, you're going to throw it away at the end of the year, right? So, yeah, I mean, you know what I love about this one? Ombre. Look, dark, dark, lighter, 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 lighter. It's like color gradient. We're still beautiful. keeping with Look the bows these. theme. These are beautiful. Aren't those also great? Super colorful. So you can take this, like, oh, what neat. is what is great about this? We were talking about you already have all of your existing yeah. ornaments. You can actually take an inventory of your ornaments that you already have mm -hmm. and see a theme that emerges from those. That's a great idea. So you could go with all one color or you could this use the This looks like an Elsa tree. Yes, it does. Perfect for your Oh, frozen. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's a good Olaf idea. Olaf would love it. It would. So all from one color, or you could do something untraditional and do like pink to gold. Just kind of find trends with your or own Or the way ornaments. that theirs were, which is colored blocking. So yes. all the pink, all, all the, the yellow, yes. all the... That would be kind of a You could, could do that. that. We could do that. But your girls would won't. have so much fun <laughs> no. with that. Hoda, we're here for a carefree for Christmas. Oh, oh, I listened to your song. Do you, do you like, like it? it? I love it. Have you downloaded it? Are they going to talk about it? Are they going to talk streaming? about it? Southern Living. We're going to talk about it all year. <laughs> will round. you ask Sid if he'll put us in the, on the cover? <laughs> I will. It's going to. Okay. It's a chart topper for us already in the south. Okay, so oh, good. So let's talk about this cute Thanks little guy. Thanks for tweeting it. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, 
This is a small tree just for Hoda. I, love a I small personally tree. love a small tree, but what I love Look, the most about it. Look, you can lift it. it. Yes. You can, but it still makes a huge impact because you can put it on a tabletop or on a stool. You could decorate it with a little Christmas or winter village around the bottom, put presents all on the floor. It's cute or on for a, a kid's room. And also yes. for every New Yorker who understands how little space there is in your apartment, yeah. these little trees are a godsend. They are. They're the perfect thing, and you can have your own tree lighting. Yes. You don't need to have a big tree. It's not about Are you going to get a small one this year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We always get a small yeah. One for the city, yeah. I have a small one too. This one's three. It's three feet tall from William Sonoma. Mm-hmm. I love that it really showcases the ornaments. So you could do like a really nostalgic, handmade ornaments from the kids' school. This is adorable. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ivy. Thanks, you're Ivy. You're brilliant, and you can check out these ideas and the December issue along with us. Well, no, we're not in it yet, but yet. on of Southern yet. Living on newsstands now. Coming up, we've got something special under our tree, and it might be a very merry Christmas when we play. Suddenly Santa. Oh, right. Oh, 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 Gerard. Oh, wow. I like how you shimmy. Can't unsee that. Nope. Wow. It's the holidays and snow is falling, so let's go snowballing. Hey, enough of this stalling. It's Suddenly Santa. Ho, ho, ho. All right, guys, it's time for Suddenly Santa when we make one uh, special viewer's day a little bit brighter. And here to play is Angie Hodge. She's Hello. from California. Hello. Angie's a formal preschool teacher. She's here in New York. She's with her family. You're celebrating your 50th, 50th. birthday. You're yes. awesome. Yes. Let's go, Team Angie. Okay, Angie, yes. we, we are here to help you celebrate. Yes. So here's how it works, okay? You're going to have a bucket of snowballs that are right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. You're going to have 30 seconds to toss them into the red buckets. Mm-hmm. However many balls you get in the buckets equals the gift box that you will one open. One ball, one bu- box, well, one, yeah. two, three, all the way to six. You exactly. Can okay. okay. Are you ready, Angie? I am ready. All right, Let's girl. Go. Okay, so okay. go onto the red line, okay. and I'm going to pull this big old candy cane. And when I pull it, the clock starts. Are you ready? I'm ready. And let's go. Oh, one, two, three, four, four, five, six. That's it. That's it. Okay. Wait, we have to. Okay, Angie. We have to point something out that's very important. This is very important. Angie was a softball player. Oh, yes. Years. You guys said it was a long it's time ago. Clear. No, it was not. She's okay. got it. Okay. So, Angie, you did not get one ball. No. Okay. Not two. No. Not three. No. Not four. Not you five. Got you got prize. six. Woo! You got the biggest Are you prize ready around. to find out what I'm you see? Come on, Jenna. What's she getting? Okay. Angie. Whoa. What is what this? Is it? Okay. Look and see. This airplane. little airplane could only mean one thing. You're going on a trip. Announcer, tell us where Angie's headed. Thanks to Apple Vacations, you're going on a four-day, three-night trip for two to the all-inclusive Paradisus Los Cabos. With breathtaking views of the Sea of Cortez, you'll enjoy all the resort has to offer, including seven restaurants, four pools, and a full spa. Round-trip airfare included. Enjoy! These are right next to your house. No, no, no. Los Cabos is pretty close. But here, you're not going to take that exact plane? Oh, sure. Yes, you, you do. And she, congratulations. What do you guys think? How'd she do? Oh. Not bad for 50. By the way, you nailed it. You, you could have uh, yes. gone up to 10. I know. Too bad Incredible. we didn't have more boxes. And she, have fun thank on your you, trip. You, Enjoy. Send pictures. Enjoy. Awesome. Yeah. Guys, thank All you right. so much. We'll be back right after right. this. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, I know. 
Coming up next week, we get a couple of Oscar winners, Julia Roberts and Mahershala Ali. Plus, Emmy winner Eric Stone Street and Vanderpump Rules star Ariana Maddox. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye. See you later.